Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, folks. This is Princess. You are listening to the Millennial Mustard Seed Podcast. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to share with your friends. That's tough. We're in a very tough spot. I think that what we're doing right now is of great benefit and virtue because it's an end around between this whole corrupt informational system, media system. We claim to believe in a God who spoke the universe into existence and literally raised himself from the dead. And yet we're not going to believe that anything else exists in the spirit realm, even though his word tells us that they do. Their bodies weren't permitted to go to sleep like humans do, and they weren't permitted to go to heaven. So they wander the earth. You know, I've seen the eyes turn black to unknown tongues being spoken. These giants were the way up in the highlands. The young graves, the young men would hide up in the trees and wait for one of these 12 footers to come walking down the path and they would jump on him and kill him, drag him back to the village and the village would feast on the body. Then people start to get weapons, they start to get armor, they start to build cities, they start to fortify their cities. Now, God looks down and there's violence everywhere. The battle, this war that we are at, is not against each other. It's against these principalities and these rulers and these archons in the high places. It's really worthwhile to read the Bible yourself. Fear is one of the primary drivers of mind control because we have to take every thought captive and resist fear. You're going to have a testimony that is a justice case against the kingdom of darkness. Welcome back to the Millennial Mustard Seed. I am your host, Rod, and thank you for being here with me for another awesome episode. I am releasing a part two with Dr. Monzo today, and let's just say this is a deep, deep dive into some reality checks that most of you may be familiar with the concept from the movie The Matrix, the red pill and the blue pill. Well, Doc just goes crazy deep and it's it's pretty much like a 50 minute presentation with fewer questions, which I, I like better, <laughs> in the first like 50 minutes of this episode where Doc really lays out the mitochondria, the red, 
blue, the colors, significance of that. This is more of an educational, just deep dive into the reality of this hidden information that is all around us. If you guys don't know about it, you're about to learn about it right here on this one. But before we get into the episode, I want you guys to leave me that five-star rating and review. That's how you help the show grow. Growing is important. That's how we reach more people like me and you. How we keep the show in the airways is by you guys going to the details in the show notes and supporting us. You can do that monthly, as little as $1 a month. It would make all the difference if even half of you guys who subscribe to this podcast would donate a dollar or five dollars a month we would have no worries about how long can we stay in the airways if you can't afford to do that or you choose that this podcast is unworthy of being supported in that way then we ask that you at minimum share these episodes with your friends your family members your co-workers or your pastor I am not going to waste any more time because I am ready to jump into this episode. Are you guys ready? Let's go. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Alfonso Manzo, ND, and you're listening to the Millennial Mustard Seed. Dr. Monzo, it is an honor to be back here with you for this part two. This is heavily anticipated. Oh, thank you. Uh, It's a great honor to be here and looking forward to seeing what we cover today. Yeah, man. So we kind of had this little bit of a cliffhanger last part one. And, you know, we talked about the matrix and copper and, you know, you had mentioned something like colors and mitochondria. And let's just come into this episode swinging, man. Let's jump right into it. What do you got for us? Okay, so let's, <clears throat> we're going to go back some time here. And uh, I'm going to lay some stuff out, and then we're going to bring people back to that scene in the Matrix. So if people want to start getting this in their head, there's a scene in the Matrix. I think it's the pivotal scene of the movie where he holds out the red pill and the blue pill, right? Who doesn't know about that scene, or at least know the concept of the red pill, <laughs> is because of that movie. And... Uh, <clears throat> An interesting scene, but what were they trying to tell us? Well, to really understand this, we have to go back to the 1940s. Because in the 1940s, a bunch of things happened. And I can't help but think that it's not a coincidence because there really are no coincidences. So we know World War II is going on. There was a whole thing going on with the Nazis and Germany. And I know people have all kinds of different opinions about it, but there's no doubt that there was a group of people who wanted to build super soldiers. And this group of people were heavily influenced by a lot of prior saintness, like Levin and Crawley. And so they were big into making these connections with, uh, we could just say simply demonic beings. So maybe they were talking to demons, maybe they were talking to watchers, fallen angels, Nephilim, who knows, but they were obviously trying to get esoteric knowledge to help make these super soldiers. So what we see happen in the 1940s is this is the first time they started making nanotechnology and weaponized pathogens. And I don't even know if I like saying they started making it. I think the building blocks of this technology was actually given over to man. 
And so it's actually not man-made technology. And that's, that's why people have such a hard time wrapping their head around this topic. Um, because there's great researchers on the topic and a lot of people are showing uh, the medical studies and all the studies from all these big institutions like the Department of Defense and all, you know, you can just go down the list. The problem is, is the only thing we're seeing is the physical evidence that they're working on something. But what's going on behind the scenes in the spiritual realm? What's going on with this nanotechnology and this weaponized stuff? Well, that started in the 40s. What else happened in the 40s? Well, there was a major change in the food change in the food supply. Uh-huh. Happened in the 1940s. That's when they started uh, using pesticides and herbicides, and they started fortifying your food. And um, we'll get into that in a minute. The 1940s, they changed the teachings in medical schools about iron and copper. Very important. So since the 1940s, everyone's been basically kind of taught that copper is a little toxic to the body and you should really be careful and everybody's iron deficient. It's basically the opposite. And that's all going to kind of lead into the matrix. And I, I think last time I already talked about the different forms of nanotechnology, how you have nanotech software and then you have nanotech particles. I'd agree group number two. Num- group number three is you had nanotech machines. Group number four is you have nanotech pathogens. I call those weaponized nanotech pathogens. That's what they call uh, germ warfare or really more advanced than just typical germ warfare that we used to have. Because the typical germ warfare was just using chemicals and altered biology. Uh, the new form of nanotech weaponized pathogens, which really has been around since the 40s, is really probably closer to what they call gain of function, where they're mixing all this stuff. That started in the 40s. And then you have nanotech life forms or nanotech biology. And I think I was mentioning the last time that in nanotech biology, this is where they want to make synthetically grown organs. They look like an organ, but they're completely nanotech. There's nothing biological about them. Uh, Nanotech life forms are these things that people have seen coming out of some people's bodies now. They look like parasites. Some people call them hydros or there's different names given to them, but they look like a biological parasite, but they're not. They're completely machine. So almost reminds you of the movie Matrix. And Terminator. Now, in the movie Matrix, we have this scene with the red pill and the blue pill. And one of the things he points out is the machines had taken over and had enslaved men. And men were in this Matrix and they didn't know it. And what were the machines doing? They were using us as a power supply. So I want everyone to keep that uh, in their mind. So when we get to... Uh, What we really need to get to now is what happened with the food supply, because I kind of covered a lot of the other stuff last week. So people have a background of weaponized and nanotech that we talked about last week. So in the 40s, they started fortifying food and synthetically producing it. So they would take your grains, and it's usually your grains that is the worst, and they strip everything out and they bleach it. Uh, and then they have to refortify it and enrich it. And when they do that, what they're adding back in is mostly synthetic. 
and it's mostly synthetic B vitamins, sometimes synthetic A and D. And the big thing is iron. And it's literally iron shavings that they started putting in the food supply in the 1940s. And then they have pesticides. You know, all pesticides pull copper out of the soil and copper out of the body if it's in the body. And glyphosate itself is like a perfect copper key layer. Absolutely devastates copper. So you start seeing this scene where in the 40s, all of a sudden we're getting the copper removed from your food and iron shavings added to your food. And then around 1940, you had the vegan society began. And what did they start teaching everyone? Don't eat fat, mainly from animals, and don't eat animals. And when you think of the word fat, F-A-T, what does that really mean? You know, really that means from animal tissue? (laughs) I did not know that. (laughs) So they started teaching that eating animals were bad. And I, I don't really think that is necessarily true. I think the problem is, is we don't actually have real food, and that includes animals. How many people are really making sure they're eating grass-fed, grass-finished, organic animals, and you're eating the animals that God said to eat? Because, you know, God gave us animals that are clean and animals that are not clean. And it's like when you really get into it and you look at what he was trying to say there, you realize the unclean animals were living trash cans. So it's like, why would we eat living trash cans? doesn't make any sense. So even when we get to the New Testament and people go, oh, well, we can eat anything now because of Jesus. It's like, so you think Jesus wants you to, to eat living trash cans? Don't you think there was a reason why there were animals created for food and animals created for not food? So the whole thing on uh, what type of animals we eat and whether or not we eat them, I think, got all convoluted because people weren't really listening to what the Bible said. They were listening to what their culture says and what the churches are saying, and that's not always what God said. So it got really confusing. And so this whole movement began of absolutely no animals because it's so bad for you. And it's like, well, was it the animals or was it the wrong type of animals? Or is it because the animals are now eating pesticides and synthetic food? What really was the problem there? Precisely, yeah. So the attack you see is iron, copper, and fats. Now, where do we want to go? What about copper? You know, copper is actually in the Bible. And you have the, uh, what is it? Nekashit. I think it's Nekashit is the Hebrew word. And it's translated as copper, bronze, and brass. Mm -hmm. So did you know that in Hebrew, there is no separate word for those three types of metals? And that's because both bronze and brass are um, alloys. They're made from copper. Yes, exactly. Isn't that interesting? It is. So in Numbers 21.9, when everyone was being bit by snakes... And what do snakes have? Venom. Have you heard anyone talking about venom these days and how that's related to COVID? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what was going on then? They were in the desert. They were being bit by snakes. And what was Moses told to make? He was told to make a serpent of copper, not brass. All the pure metals in the Bible would have been non-mixed. 
So when you look at the tabernacle and the Mishkan, some people call it, and the temples, when people were instructed, God's people were instructed to make something, they would have been using pure metals. And the only metal out of those three that is pure is copper. So he was told to make a copper serpent and put it on a pole. And it came to be that if anyone looked at this, or if, if a serpent had bitten any man, when he beheld the serpent of copper, he lived. And that word beheld is a very interesting word. It doesn't necessarily mean to look at, but to have like reverence or to do something with it. So I almost wonder, did he create some type of Tesla coil? Do you know some people have known for some time that if you're out in the wilderness and you get bit by something, the best thing you can do is if you have a battery nearby is to shock the area that you've been bitten because it neutrifies the venom. Interesting. And then I'm going to ask, what do most or what do a lot of batteries made out of? Now that comes back to the Matrix movie here in a minute. Mm-hmm. But there's a number of different words that come off of there. Like the word serpent has three of the root words in the word copper is actually in the word copper. The word serpent. Where that actually means divination, diviner, enchanter, the snake. So the actual thing that is spoken about in Genesis that we are told was some serpent, I don't think it was. Well, it's I, a Nahash, I, I, right? It's called yeah. Nahash. Yeah, I, I think it was a diviner. Mm. Mm-hmm. And we could really get into that. That would require a whole nother show. But you put a couple other words in there, like a hey at the end, and you put a, new, uh, a vav in the word, and all of a sudden you get this word divination magic. Uh, but you also get the word shiny. And that comes from that copper concept. So you're starting to get these ideas that maybe Hasetan, Satan, know something about copper and things that are shiny because he has something related to that. All these words are very interesting. And what else is interesting is you have three uh, root words in the word copper, which is the, uh, let's see, what would that be? I'm trying to remember. I I think it's the uh, noon iron shin. So people who know Hebrew and it's actually the word to feel, to be afraid, anxiety, or fear. So do you know that fear can induce copper deficiencies? And Hmm. copper deficiencies can induce fear. There's actually an area in the body called the locus ceruleus in your brainstem, which they identified not long ago. That means the blue dot in Latin. So here's one of the big parts to this. In the body, copper storage is always blue. Okay. Iron in the body is red. Blue pill, red pill? We're going to get into that. So this blue spot in the brain actually delivers copper throughout the entire brain. So what we're finding now is the entire brain runs off of copper and fat. And copper is the electrical component and fat is the insulator. So what did they do in the 40s? They told you, don't eat copper, don't eat fat. What's everybody having now? Neurological conditions. 
And this area in the body controls your norepinephrine and your noradrenaline. So they have now traced this area of body that is supposed to be a copper storage site, the locus ceruleus, and delivering copper throughout the brain is directly related to depression, panic disorders, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, all forms of anxiety and fear. It's related to post-traumatic stress, ADHD, all of that is directly related to copper. And is it not interesting that in the Hebrew, you actually see the word fear and anxiety in the root word of the word copper when you insert a vav. And the vav is the symbol, the sixth letter in Hebrew, which represents man. So when man gets involved in the copper, all of a sudden you have this fear. So you have to think of what did they do in 2020? Well, they were trying to scare the crap out of everyone. They were trying to create fear and anxiety to further deplete your copper. So let's talk about copper a little bit and the blue. Copper is one of the most important minerals in your body. It binds with iron to make ATP energy. That's the energy your body uses to make everything. All your energy, that is. Do you know copper activates oxygen? And it's the iron that carries the oxygen. So the two most important places that have iron and copper working together is your mitochondria, where you make your energy, and in your hemoglobin. But everyone talks about the iron in the hemoglobin to carry the oxygen, but no one talks about copper is needed to activate your oxygen. You need copper to make red blood cells, white blood cells for immunity. They used to use it in the ancient world like colloidal silver today. They used to use colloidal copper because it will kill almost anything on contact. Copper runs most enzymes in your body, which literally controls thousands of functions. Copper is needed for proper nerve function. It actually helps heal the nerves. It's used to help make your myelin sheath, which covers the nerves. It's needed for skin and heal, and uh, skin and connective tissue. You know, copper is needed to give you your skin color. So when people get suntans, that's copper. Dark hair, dark eyes requires more copper. Red hair requires more copper. The more pale you become, the less copper you actually have in your body. In fact, some um, different, uh, what am I looking for? Ethnic groups actually have less copper receptor sites the more white they are and the more pale they are because copper is what gives you the darker skin tones. So the darker you are, the more copper you actually need. And um, so people who burn really easy in the sun, that could be a sign that you have copper deficiency. Well, almost everyone has copper deficiency today. I mean, you can just basically check it off the list. If you're living post-40s with everything they've done to the food supply, you're not getting the copper because it's not in the food anymore. Uh, Hair and hair color, wrinkles, joints, muscles. All of that requires copper. You need the copper so your magnesium and the calcium and the silicon can all work together to make your connective tissue and your joints. Copper actually helps make you smarter. It helps with mood, cognitive ability. Uh, it helps burn fat, increases circulation. It helps with pain. It helps detox heavy metals. It, did you know copper gives your body radiation protection? It's anti-inflammatory. So the more copper you have in the body, the less EMFs actually affect you. 
So it controls we, the hormone system of the body. Hmm. It, you oh. actually need it to convert cholesterol can into you testosterone. Can you wear mm-hmm. it though? You can wear copper. Yes, you can. Well, I like I know like there's copper bracelets and like yep pendants and rings and stuff like that. But, but so when you're talking about all this stuff, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just I couldn't. But let you do this one need bioavailable copper if you're going to take it internally. Which is in the micro form, like, and you're taking mm-hmm. it inter- internally. Then, so which one do you recommend? Both. Uh, both wearing on the body is going to have a different effect because it's going to have, uh, it's going to help more with the electromagnetic system of the body. In fact, this Uh is something everyone can look up, but there's a whole system of farming that has been brought back called electroculture. And electroculture is how you can take copper and make coils and put them in your garden and your fruits and vegetables or all your plants will grow twice as big, if not more. And you almost don't even need compost. In fact, a lot of times they will continue growing even in the winter. So people are coming back to this concept that they used to farm using copper tools, not iron tools. And the copper helps bring the ether in. So everyone should know that there is an ether. All of your greats in electrical engineering knew there was ether. And your greats were Nikolai Tesla, and then you had Heaviside, and Steinmetz, and Maxwell. If it wasn't for these four men, we wouldn't have the modern technology we have today. And they all knew emphatically that there was an ether. And that is what allows everything to exist. That is like the the median that everything exists in. And I actually think the Hebrew word or in the Bible is speaking of ether. Because if you do an etymological research on how that word was used, the word or for light, in Genesis, it means a lot more than just the light we think of. I mean, I don't know if I have the list in front of me, but you can go down through this list of things. And I mean, they describe it as gases and to breathe and to ventilate. And it's like, how many think, how many people think of light as ventilation? Not many, but it does describe the ether perfectly, which would be a form of light, but it would have other forms because it would create all of what we know as light Everything that we know as electromagnetism would come from the ether. So maybe what he spoke first was the ether. And then out of that, he started creating everything. But it's interesting how the copper works with that. So wearing on the body would help with your electromagnetic systems. Taking copper internally is going to help with everything else. And I actually have my own copper formula. Um, I don't know how many people know Azure Standard. Azure Standard is the second largest food distributor in the United States. They're completely organic. So they started as organic farmers, and they're distributing real food all over the country. Well, they came to me because they wanted to make a whole food supplement uh, line because 90% of the supplements out there today are uh, synthetic and crap. I mean, uh, most of the supplement companies out there are just out there for money, and they're making junk, and the big companies are buying up all the good supplement companies like Nestle. They're buying up all the good supplement companies and changing things. So they came to me to make a good uh, health product line. That's all whole food, no additives, no flow agents. All the flow agents we're using are food based. So we have a product now called uh, core copper and it's a bioavailable form of copper that you would get from food. And it has the other stuff in it that helps it be bioavailable in the body because you don't want to just suck down any type of copper 
because if you get the wrong type of copper internally, then your body can't metabolize it. It's just like anything with minerals. And it, <clears throat> when we're talking about minerals, sorry, we need uh, organic minerals versus inorganic minerals. And uh, that comes down to a form of chemistry. In chemistry, we have inorganic chemistry and organic chemistry. So we're not talking about um, GMO versus organic farming. We're talking about the form that the mineral is, is in. So inorganic minerals usually are from rock. And that's not bioavailable for the body. Because what happens is the inorganic rock form of minerals are in the soil. And it gets uptaken by the plant and the plant turns it into organic minerals that are bioavailable. And then the plant animals do the same thing. The animals eat the plants. And then when you eat the animals, you're getting organic minerals, not inorganic minerals that come from rock. Uh, they have properties that are good for certain things, but not for consuming, right? We don't go out there and eat rocks. <laughs> but um, what else? So copper actually helps with methylation. That's very important. That has to do with how your body is able to detox. If you look at the top 20 causes of death, according to the medical system, they all involve copper deficiency. You know, copper can actually replace the top 50 drugs that the pharmaceutical companies sell. Except potassium. They actually do sell potassium. So copper needs... Three types of um, fats that become bioavailable. Uh, it needs retinol, which is vitamin A from animal source. It needs omega-3s from clean animals or saturated fats, including coconut oil. So things that have real retinol is what helps. Um, let's just talk about iron here for a minute. So iron in the body is going to be red. And in the Bible, there is actually two different words for iron. Uh, one is barzel, which is used 73 times, and it means iron, iron, or iron ore, literally iron from the earth. Just normal, naturally occurring iron. And then there's, there's obviously plants produce a bioavailable iron or heme that our body needs. And then you have synthetic irons. So there's a second word for iron in the body. It's parzel. It's used 20 times. And all 20 times is the book of Daniel. And when you look at the etymological meaning of this word, which for those who don't might, might not know, etymological means the, the historical use of a word. So how that word has been used throughout history, which is usually a better way to find out how, what words mean in the Bible than just looking at a Strong's dictionary, because sometimes the Strong's concordance has just been altered by the translators. So when you get into the etymological use of the word, you find out what the word really used to mean. And when, so when you look at this word parzel, it's this idea of iron working almost like a blacksmith, but it has this idea of mixed iron, almost like it's synthetic. And all 20 times in the book of Daniel, this is when we see this image of the statue of Nebuchadnezzar, where the feet were mixed with iron and clay. 
and that type of iron is, has this idea of mixed iron. So you have to wonder, you know, a lot of nanotechnology today is iron oxide or magnetic iron oxide or magnetic iron nanoparticles. Hmm. So you remember people were becoming magnetic and things were sticking to them. What yeah. do you think was going on there? Yeah. Hmm. See, so they have this magnetic iron. They know how to uh, affect the body by injecting people or spraying people with magnetic iron oxides that are synthetic. Now, here's a really, really interesting passage in Daniel. Daniel 2, verse 43 says, And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave to one another, even as iron does not mix with clay. So it's very interesting. You have this whole statue, and we know it has to do with these coming kingdoms. But then he says, not only did you see the statue of iron mixed with clay, but these people are also going to try to mix into the seed of men. Well, what's the seed of men? The DNA. So is it possible that what Daniel was seeing is a final kingdom that's going to be using nanotechnology of iron and fortifying our foods with synthetic iron to try to mix iron into our DNA. You have to wonder. So a couple more things before we go right to the matrix um, that people have to know about iron and copper. One, copper is clearly not toxic if you get the right form. The big problem is copper is MIA and iron is stuck. Okay, so iron gets stuck in the wrong place, and I'm going to explain why. Most, almost everybody is low in iron. That's what they tell you. You're anemic. The bottom line is that's not true. You're not low in iron. You have iron in the wrong place. You're actually overloaded in iron. And when you're overloaded in iron and you don't have the minerals to use the iron, the iron gets stuck in your tissues, not in your blood. Where is the only place they check to see if you're iron deficient? They check your blood. Yeah. They never look into the tissues. Anyway. So your blood can look extremely depleted. Now, here's some problems. 36% of the planet is iron. They have been fortifying our food with iron shavings since the 1940s. Iron nanoparticles are everywhere now, and they're spraying them on us all the time. But did you know the body has no iron detox pathway? You can kind of detox some through the skin, but I'm talking that's very, very little. And medically, they recognize the only way you really get iron out of the body is blood donation. Which is why if they find men are high in iron, they will recommend you donating blood. But then you have a whole problem. Do you want to get involved with blood donations? And that whole issue with what we know about what the elite know about blood and quantum entanglements and soul ties. Do we really want to be doing blood donations? Do we want someone else to have our DNA? That's a big question. So the body doesn't have a normal way of getting rid of iron. Most of it's recycled. Iron increases as we age. So back like in the 60s, some big biologists, that the main iron biologists were noting that 
they were finding that people were accumulating one milligram of iron a day that they could not eliminate or recycle. One milligram. Uh, now I think it's somewhere between one and six milligrams that most people are probably accumulating daily. Here's another big thing. Do you know all pathogens live off of iron? So if you have a lot of iron in your body, you're going to attract more pathogens. Pathogens and parasites being comparable? Yep. Parasites, fungus, bacteria. So, you know, one of the key functions of IV mectin is it's an iron sequester. It sequesters iron out of the parasites, which kills them. It starves <laughs> them to death. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. All right. So I got to throw some... Uh, do, are we coming to a place where I can throw some weird questions at you? Like I I'm blown away. I'm connecting more things. I got more questions. How about uh five more minutes? <laughs> Do your thing, brother. And then we can. So the simple lie is you're not anemic. I think it was Lao To who said people would rather believe a simple lie than a complex truth. Mm. Simple lie. You're anemic. Complex truth. You have low bioavailable copper that is undermining, undermining the iron recycling system and mitochondrial energy production. Okay. Morley Robbins is a really interesting guy. I learned a lot of stuff from him about this. He has a book, uh, Cure Your Fatigue. He's really big on the iron stuff. And he always says, missing information equals missing truth. Uh, so it's really interesting. In modern medicine, they're basically saying, which is allopathic medicine, I know what to look for and I look for what I know. Think about that for a minute. I know what to look for, and I look for what I know. They're only looking for what they were told to look for. And what gets measured gets managed. So what happens if they're not looking for something and they're not measuring it? It doesn't get measured. So we could get really deep into the iron. I mean, we could have an hour-long discussion on iron and how it all works, but I, I want to skip some of that. What people really have to take away from this is 95% of your iron is supposed to be recycled. So 95% of your iron should be recycled. So your body is able to kind of detox maybe like 5% of what you're getting in. And only 5% is actually supposed to come from the diet. But since the 1940s, 95% of what we're getting is coming from diet and environment. And our bodies are probably only recycling about 5 so you can do a little experiment. You can take your age, you know, 20 years old, whatever. And let's just say the average is three milligrams a day. So your age times three times 365 probably gives you how much milligrams of iron is stuck in your tissue. Now, men are only supposed to have like 5,000 milligrams in their body and women are supposed to have like 4,000 milligrams in your body. But 95 of that... 95% of that is supposed to be being recycled, which means back into your mitochondria and back into the hemoglobin. So now, if people want to go out there and look at a nice picture of the mitochondria, there are some good pictures out there, but a lot of them, it will have this like uh, capsule-looking cell inside the cells. And most of your cells have like 500 mitochondria, and it has this blue lake in it, and it has these little filaments and uh, the newer um, 
pictures we have of actually looking at the mitochondria, these filaments actually look like antennas. Okay? And it's these blues and purples and reds that you see. And that's because copper in your body is blue and iron's red, and you have something called ceruloplasmin. This is a protein enzyme antioxidant in the body, and it loads copper and iron together and combines them. And it needs retinol, that's vitamin A, from animal source to do that. And then it loads that iron and copper into the mitochondria. And then in the mitochondria is where you produce your ATP energy, which is the energy that runs the body. And that gets attached to magnesium, so you actually need magnesium as well. And it's called magnesium ATP. Well, if you go to the movie The Matrix, he has a red pill and a blue pill. Iron and copper. And then he shows you these pictures of this city of humans who are on these big towers and they're being grown for energy for the machines. And if you look at the colors of this city, of these big electrical towers, they look like the exact same colors of the mitochondria. Now inside the mitochondria, there's the blue lake. That blue lake is copper storage. You know what the blue lake in the mitochondria is called? No. The matrix. <laughs> but the problem is in the movie, they didn't tell us the truth because the machines aren't out there. The machines are already in us. It's the nanotech. And it comes in and it steals your copper and your other minerals to power itself. And he holds up a battery to Neo and says to turn you into this. And he holds up a battery. And what kind of battery did he hold up? I don't remember. A copper top. Mm. So what was the Matrix really about? I think the Matrix telling us what they actually are doing. They changed the food supply to deplete the most important minerals in our body. They changed our diet. They started making these weird nanotech pathogens, which are only going to work if they come into your body and steal your copper to power themselves. And then they're pushing. So what happens here now is without copper and the retinol and the magnesium, the iron is not going to make that. It's not going to make that connection. And it's going to be called unbound iron, meaning it's not bound to the minerals it needs to make energy. It's the unbound iron that's going to go get stuck in your tissues. So what happens in your tissues when you have tons of iron? Well, it mixes with ox oxygen, and we call that rust. Medically, they call that oxidative stress and inflammation. So one of the most inflammatory substances to the body are these inorganic minerals and chemicals that are stuck in our tissues, one of them being iron. That's causing all types of oxidative stress and inflammation. And you go to the medical doctor and what do they say? Well, we don't know you're, you're, iron, you're iron deficient and uh, don't take any copper because that's poisonous and oh, you don't need fat. It's not important. And now everyone's sick. Everyone has oxidative stress, inflammation, low energy. Methylation genes are being turned off so they can't detox. What does this describe? Doesn't this describe 2020? Everyone's highly inflamed. There's tons of oxidative stress. They're copper deficient. There's iron all over the place, which feeds the bugs. Their energy sources drop. This also means you can't activate oxygen 
and you can't carry oxygen because the iron's in the wrong place and the copper is MIA, and now you're having breathing issues. And your immune system has dropped because there's no copper, so you can't fight anything off. Everything that happened in the last three years and has been happening since the 1940s can basically be explained by what is the matrix? What have they really been doing to us with the food and what they've been spraying on us? And it feeds directly into the nanotechnology. And we can get more into other stuff later, but I mean that is like the big thing. And we could get into the COVID cocktails. Stay away from COVID talk cocktails. <laughs> High doses of synthetic D, synthetic vitamin C yeah. and zinc will really mess you up. In the 1960s, guess who researched how to pull copper out of your ceruloplasmin? And they hide it in the literature because they say, oh, we tried to figure out how to pull the blue tint out of the ceruloplasmin. What's the blue tint? Copper. And what did they figure out to use? They, they figured out how to use ascorbic acid. Now, everyone today has been brainwashed to think ascorbic acid is vitamin C. Not. Ascorbic acid is in whole food C, but it's not all of whole food C. Whole food C has like five different things that make it up. Ascorbic acid is only one thing. And they can synthetically make ascorbic acid in laboratories. So if you take synthetic vitamin C, ascorbic acid, it pulls the copper out of the ceruloplasmin. And the people who researched that in the 1960s was Bell Labs and IBM. Now, why would IBM and Bell Labs be researching how to pull your copper out of your body using synthetic vitamins? I think we all know. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. <laughs> Unbelievable. So and then I'll, I'll add one more thing here. I'm sorry. And that is, it's the nanotechnology, the, the number one way that weaponized nanotech pathogens. So just to reiterate, in case people forgot, weaponized nanotech pathogens are half pathogen and half machine. So they take these pathogens and they genetically mix all kinds of different pathogens together into some new, really chimera. It's some weird, freaky pathogen that never existed before because it has DNA of multiple different types. And it's combined with nanotechnology and machine. So it's half pathogen, half machine. The nanotechnology in it has built an AI system sometimes, or sometimes it just connects to an AI system wirelessly. So it's very advanced when it's in your body. And the main way it attacks your body, besides stealing your minerals, so you don't have them, the power itself, is it messes with peptides. It will turn your peptides off and make synthetic peptides. And peptides are used to make your proteins, your neural transmitters, your enzymes, and your hormones. 
So since the 1940s, they have been making diseases by turning off your peptides, creating a disease, giving you a drug for it, which doesn't do anything to turn back on the peptides, just mask the symptoms, and then they turn off more and give you more drugs. They've been manufacturing the whole game. That includes synthetic peptides that look like venom. So this whole thing about this venom peptides, it's a thing. And they've been making synthetic peptides with nanotechnology since the 1950s. What helps kill venoms? Copper. Isn't that interesting? So just to throw that in there. Now, there's a lot of things you can do for all this. That's why I have the Coherent Restore and the Whole Food Minerals and all the stuff that I'm bringing out for people to get the stuff back into the body so you can get the synthetic biology out, replace it with the, the minerals and the vitamins that God created so that this stuff doesn't take over you. And this is why the hydrochloroquine and the IV mectin worked and why everyone's been focused on, well, aren't these anti-parasitic drugs? Well, how do they kill parasites? They kill parasites because they pull the iron out of them and starve them to death. And you actually have a peptide protein in your body called hepcidin that does the same thing. Uh, the medical community doesn't understand what hepcidin does. They think it has something to do with iron regulation. Well, what hepcidin really does is it's connected to your immune system. Uh, the peptide that controls it, or the gene that controls it, is called um, antimicrobial peptide, or hep, hep, wait, antimicrobial hepcidin. And so what that does is when your body realizes there's parasites in the bloodstream, it sequesters the iron and pulls the iron out of your body naturally and puts it into your tissues to starve the parasites off. Now, once the parasites are gone, you want that to stop because you want the iron back into the blood being used and recycled, not stuck in the tissues. But um, what they call the synthetic protein, some scientists have said it looks just like hepcidin. Well, that's interesting. What would that be doing? That means it would be probably pulling out your copper and increasing iron into your tissues because it's a synthetic version. That happens to also be naturally occurring in a lot of venoms. And this is what venoms do in the body. They deplete your copper and your zinc. That's why you have to get those things back into the body. So all of this stuff is absolutely connected together. And they designed it really intelligently, hoping that no one would ever put all this stuff together. But there's a lot of people besides myself who are starting to put all these pieces together and go, oh, wait a minute, this is connected and this is connected and this is connected. Like this whole thing has been planned from the very beginning. So they know exactly what they've been doing to us. And how terrified must this enemy be of us to literally have this type of systematic uh, webbed and weaved attack together with literally breaking us down multi-layered? You know, yep. you're blowing me away with some of the stuff you're saying here. And it's it's hard for me to keep up in certain ways just because I'm having the, you know, many connections at times. And then I'm learning so much that I'm just like, I'm coming to the conclusion where it's just disassembled um, most of what, you know, I 
thought would be happening with copper and with you know mitochondria and colors and and it just reintroduces a, a clean slate of information that i need to digest ultimately you know yeah if we're you look walking at miracles dude we're or, walking or if you look at the miracles to still yep. be alive after hearing this plethora of information that you laid out that's systematically uh to attack us and to undo the natural way that we're supposed to be receiving you know, our food and clean air and clean land. And it's like, we've learned to live compromised and and hindered for so long that I don't think any of us actually know what it means to feel normal, to actually feel good. I think there's a lot of pretending going on and I'm sick of it. I just, Mm -hmm. this is important to me. So what color do we really want? And if we were going to pick a color pill, because we actually don't want the red pill. <laughs> we don't know. We don't Which want the blue pill want? by itself either. We want the purple pill. If you mix red really? and blue together, you get purple. The real no. color. You know, that's crazy because I did a post a few months ago where I took a, a picture of a red M&M, a blue M&M. And uh, I said, which one do you choose? You know, and people were commenting and, and then I said, I took both. <laughs> so it's just yeah. brought that humor out. But but seriously, what does that actually do um, to get the purple pill? Is that, is yeah, that what we're calling not this? The one the not the one pill? the pharmaceutical companies are selling. <laughs> no, not the M&Ms either. But let's hear about yeah. your actual cocktail on this this idea of getting the purple pill. And, and it's multi-layered. Um, how does this work? Yeah, so if you look at the ceruloplasmin again, it's really interesting. You can bring up that, that uh, protein enzyme, and it has this beautiful rainbow color. And over in the reds and the oranges, you kind of have more more in the red, you have the iron. And then the blue section, you have the copper. And then in the green and yellow section, that's with the healthy fats that are high in retinol. And then in the orange section, you kind of have, that's the uh, more like the, the membrane, which allows the nutrients in and out, out of the cell. And I just can't help imagine how all these colors are directly related to the aleph-top body system again. Because in the Aleph top body system, you have these Hebrew letters on the body, but everything in the Aleph top body system is organized into seven cycles. And um, seven seems to be the number of God. Huh. And that's the seven colors of the rainbow. And the first color is actually white. White represents the creator, the father, and the son, who is the light of the world. And then you have the other seven colors. And if you look at the world, the world is always perverting everything. So now they have like a six color rainbow or when they do have a seven color rainbow, they put two colors of blue in there, a light blue and a dark blue. And it's like, well, you could do that with any color. It's still blue. right? You can have light red and dark red and light green and dark green. We'd have like 20 colors of the rainbow if we played that game. So it's like, why aren't they looking at the white? And I think a lot of it's because if you see a rainbow in the sky, you're not going to really see the white color. But we know if you take white and you pass it through a pyramid, it makes all the other seven or six colors, you could say. And that's why I think it's important to have this right, because the color white represents the creator who creates all the things. So in the Alatab body system, everything has been divided into seven cycles based on its resonating frequency. That's how the body is actually organized. Seventh cycle is the the creator and Yeshua, the light of the world that holds us together. And then sixth cycle is purple. It's the spirit soul level of the body. And then you have five physical colors, which represent the five 
aspect of man, you know, five fingers, five toes, five senses, you got uh, five lumbar, five sacrum, which is the most dense part of the uh, of the spine, and that's the base of it. Five is the number of grace. So you see that there's these divine meanings in the colors and in the numbers of how he even created the body. And, uh, you know, I'm sure the enemy knows this, and he's always trying to pervert it on us. And so uh, it goes right into that. But with supplements then, you know, you want to get a bioavailable form of copper. And our core copper is really good because it has some beef liver in there. Sometimes people don't like that. But beef liver is really important because it would be normally your the most basic form of getting copper in the natural state would be beef liver. But beef liver is high in retinol, which makes the copper bioavailable. And then there's uh, some turmeric in ours that helps with the inflammation process and helps make the copper more bioavailable. And uh, monolorn, which is from coconut, coconut oil, because the coconut oil also helps make the copper bioavailable. So you're getting the healthy fats that you need to make it bioavailable. Other things that are really phenomenal is cod liver oil. Cod liver oil has your natural uh, vitamin A and vitamin D. Now you do want to make sure you find a really good one. I think ours is called Islamic and cod liver oil. That's a good one. Jigsaw supplements has one that's called Alaskan cod liver oil. That's really good. So what you want to make sure is it's not a processed oil where they're using high heats and refining it. And you also want to make sure they're not adding back in synthetic vitamin A and D. Because a lot of companies will do that. You don't want that. You don't want the synthetics. You want the naturally occurring retinol and vitamin D. And that's probably the best way to get vitamin D in the body besides being in the sun is cod liver oil. Um, IP6 Supreme is a product we have. IP6 actually comes from uh, whole grains. When we used to grow grains the right way, like the ancient grains, where we weren't taking the bran and all the good stuff out of the grain to refine it. So it's a fiber and a B vitamin that's naturally occurring in grains. And you won't hear much about IP6 or IP6 with inositol anymore because it has very powerful effects on anti-cancer. And when that was realized, the medical system basically shut it down. And most of the research you will find on IP6, they will talk about the synthetic version and how bad it is at pulling your minerals out of the body. But see, the whole food, the whole food version that came from food, from the grains, the way God created them, has this fiber and this B vitamin that's rich with all these minerals. So it doesn't pull your minerals out. But what it does do, it binds to unbound iron and it pulls unbound iron out of the body. It's phenomenal. In fact, it seems to be a superfood. It knows exactly what to do with iron and calcium in the body. It will take iron deposits and calcium deposits anywhere in the body and take them out and get the calcium back into the bones exactly where it's supposed to be. But the list of things that IP6 does is phenomenal. It balances all kinds of things. And that's probably because a lot of cancers they're finding out have high amounts of iron in them. Imagine that. What is a tumor in your body? It's basically your body making a trash can because it can't get the toxins out. So it has to find a place to put the toxins so it makes a cyst or a tumor. And that's where it's sticking all the toxins it can't deal with. And it's like, I'll deal with that later. 
It makes so much sense. And then if the toxins are inside the cell, the cell DNA gets corrupted and it becomes a rogue cell, which we call cancer. Hmm. You start getting the iron and the other metals out and there. So just a good copper, cod liver oil, IP6, and maybe some extra magnesium. That is a phenomenal way, probably cover like half of people's health problems. And then, you know, getting good EMF protection. And you were just mentioning someone who is making a good product. I, I want to look more into that. Um, he's been on your show, that Dr. Robert. Uh, right now, the company I've been using is Aries Tech. Uh, that's A-I-R-E-S Tech. It's not Aries as in the uh, astrology. <laughs> it, it's actually it's actually a, uh, I think it's an Irish word because they're like, Irish based and it means actually the ear or uh, I forget there's another meaning on there like electromagnetic waves or something so it's kind of like a play on word but they make a good difference too so uh, those are things you can do because the more you can shield yourself from EMFs and RFs and the 5G and all the nonsense out there uh, the less they can do to weaponize this stuff in your body mm-hmm now, that's a wealth of information, and and this is a foundation for us to be able to take, you know, some of the power back into our own hands, right? You know, there's some some power and knowledge. Not mm-hmm. that's not where the power comes from, but there's definitely power and knowledge. The Bible does talk about my people are destroyed for their lack of knowledge, their understanding, right? We have to be wise and and understand the stuff. So your role in all of this doc is super significant because my mind does not work in the way where I could ever even (laughs) lay out one tenth of what you just talked about in this episode this far. And that's why it is imperative. We continue um, this form of fellowship. This is Unlike any other time, you know, with podcasting, which, you know, I'm going to be biased. This is over uh, 20 years of research. Well, well, no, absolutely. With research from all kinds of other holistic health practitioners who were speaking out. So, you know, we're talking, you know, combined, this is probably several hundred years of research, (laughs) you know, laid on someone in an hour. (laughs) The need for it. It's imperative, like I was saying, and this is what's interesting, you see, because all of this stuff, in my opinion, has to line up for us to be able to get to get this across, right? With podcasting, it's finally the people who have the microphone. There's no gatekeepers keeping us from understanding this information. So we slowly grow one person at a time and create a our own realm of, Hey, here's a connection. Here's understanding. Here's well-researched people like yourself who are representing hundreds of years of information that's been collectively brought together. And you have this gift and this ability to be able to assemble, compartmentalize that information and deliver it in chunk size pieces so that we can start to lay the foundation as to reversing a lot of the damage that's done here. And it's all multi-layered. It always goes multi-layered in my opinion, which means there's the spiritual manifesto of it. There's the physical, and then there's the micro and the macro within that physical realm. So we are living in a very unique time slot (laughs) and to have you here sharing this information. I'm just having a moment doc where I'm realizing the the importance the importance the connections of are mind blowing. It's unbelievable. It's like unbelievable. when uh, when Azure 
standard. Now, Azure is A-Z-U-R-E. So you can go to Azure standard or you can go to Azure well. Oh, wait, no. AzureLivingWell.com because the supplement line is called Azure Well and my clinic is called Wellbeing by Design. So we kind of put Azure Well together. So if you go to AzureLivingWell.com or just go to Azure Standard, uh, you can get the supplements. And I think it's Monzo 15 gives you like 15%. But when they first came to us, we had heard of the company and we're like, oh yeah, you're the company that's selling the organic foods and they're shipping it all over the country. Uh, they even had one of the warehouses that were burnt down. And uh, it's a really interesting story. The fire marshal official report was spontaneous combustion of the corn that was in their freezer. It's like, what a bunch of nonsense. But when they came to us, I was like, oh, yeah, you guys have a huge company. I've heard of you. But then I was amazed to find out they're believers. They are like a almost like a uh, messianic Torah-based Christian organization. And the guy who owns it, David uh, Stolchik, he has been farming since I think he was like 12 years old because he had to take over from his dad. And he wanted to bring real food back to people's lives. So they come to me and they're like, we want to make this whole food supplement line because we looked into supplements and we found out that 90% of these companies, it's really bad stuff. And I was like, mind blown. I was like, what? Here's this company that's like the second largest independent food distributor in the United States and they're believers and they're trying to bring real food. So we got connected with them and now we're just having, I mean, every week we're getting more and more connections. So now we're finding farmers who want to get back to having an organic grass fed, grass finished, complete farm with getting the more, the minerals back in the soils, not just to produce food, but so they can produce the resources we need to make healthy supplements. It's like, this is amazing. So we're getting all these connections and people are coming together because what we're doing, I think, is we're creating our own um, our own environment, our own economy, our yes. own system of living because the systems that have the power are trying to take us away from everything and they're trying to get us stuck into their matrix system. Exactly. And we're breaking out of that and we're finding the farmers who want to do it the way it's supposed to be and make things the way it's supposed to be. So that we have the resources to, you know, stand up against this onslaught of the enemy. Because I think we all know that we can't be part of their system. And uh, sooner or later, we're going to have a huge choice to be made when the actual Mark of the Beast comes out. When we're no longer able to take part into their system anymore. Yeah. We're going to have to have an alternative system that we're able to do this stuff. Absolutely. Very well said. Very well said. I think this is the common thing among certain people that I've talked with, you know, like we've been praying and anticipating the doors to open for what we're going to call kingdom land project. And that's just mm -hmm. literally like what you're talking about is mm -hmm. getting out of Babylon and back to the simplicity of, and I, and I believe what you shared with us today and, and even some of these podcast episodes here are going to be fundamental and even assisting in the correct thought process of a sound mind offering up glimmers of truth throughout this very complex and vast 
realm of information that we need to go through. And we need to be praying about this stuff and have this form of humility and meekness so we're able to communicate well. And I don't say that on behalf of me and you, we're doing excellent. I'm speaking to the body at this point in time. So for you guys that are still listening and you're understanding what's happening, even though we can't always see it, just because it's not happening in our backyard to this full extent does not mean that God is not developing a humble and intelligent group of people to have the alternative against what is be clearly has been laid and being going to be presented as the beast system. Because there was something that was said on episode one, five years ago, and it stuck with me. And it was, God is not going to allow the devil to continue to run rough shot on his people forever. There's mm-hmm. going to come a time where that has to end. Mm-hmm. And it's an honor to be talking with minds like yourself, Doc. It, and, you know, I'm really hoping this episode just rattles the, the ripple effect. It goes out and just breaks down the false information that's floating around out there. It reinvites people back into a healthier mindset, encouraging them that there's definitely supplements. There's definitely information that can be obtained that is imperative for us to know. So, I don't really know how to kind of wind down at this point, but I guess what I'll do is just hit you with a question Mm -hmm. and we'll, we'll play with a couple ideas until part three. Um, But one of the things that, that I really wanted to bring up and ask you is um, the multi-layered reality. So the complexity of everything that you brought up um, in regards to, you know, iron and copper it's almost like they're, they're in the microcosm, there's these little gatekeepers, right? And if things are done the right way or not done the right way, there's, there's drastic different outcomes. How does that happen in the spirit world with some of this stuff? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good question. Because is the veil thinning? What do we do with that? Whatever your mind does I think with it that. is. Yeah, I, I, I mean, believe so. I think just, well, I think, uh, even since 2020, uh, I think 2020 was a test run for them to see what they could get away with and to test how their technology is actually working. But it was also a time of great uh, awakening for, I think, God's people, where God was trying to like shake people up and it was like, hey, you're going to have to go through this to finally wake up. I concur. Uh, because, you know, yeah. before 2020, you couldn't talk about child trafficking or adrenochrome you you could barely even talk to people about nephilim it's like oh that's not that's not in the bible and oh that doesn't happen and now all of a sudden people want to know about this stuff they want to know is this story about the nephilim coming down and mating with men is that real are there actually these child traffickers are there actually people that are eating children and drinking blood i mean does that actually happen and i think people are actually now waking up and then this this whole topic of weaponized pathogens and nanotechnology. I mean, did you hear anyone talk about weaponized pathogens really before 2020? Oh, you you heard of maybe gain of function of biological warfare. But no, no one was really talking about weaponized pathogens, right? Yeah, it was a very selective group of people that would even knew the language for that prior to 2020. You're so right. Yep. And even nanotechnology, or what about AI? I mean, we knew about AI before 2020, but no one had a concept that you could do what we're doing now with AI. 
like kids are writing their papers and trying to cheat with complete AI systems. So, I mean, there are AI, there are software systems that can analyze writing to figure out if it was written by an AI. And we now need that in college and high school to make sure kids aren't cheating and using AI computers or programs to write their papers. It's like, we would have never been thinking about that before 2020. So I think the veil is becoming more clear. And as it is, we're seeing all these different puzzle pieces and we're putting them all together. Because uh, to kind of answer a little bit more of your question, you know, there are some great researchers out there and I'm still trying to, you know, get together with a lot of these guys and, 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 and women. And a lot of them have been to my clinic, some of the frontline doctors and different people. And they're looking at the medical studies. They're looking at what the DOD has, the Department of Defense and, and DARPA. And you might see something like stealth tech. I think that was a big thing just in the news recently. They have one of these uh, jets that has this stealth tech that DARPA came out with that uh, can make the thing look invisible. Yes, exactly. Well, guess what? That comes from SIT technology called stealth tech, which I forget what SIT that is. It's probably in my book. And SIT is satanic information technology. That is the software version of nanotech. And it's the technology that the, the fallen ones, the demons, and the Nephilim gave to man. So it's like on the surface, people are looking at these papers and looking at scientists and doctors who are playing around with this technology. And they don't know where it comes from, right? They're not the elites. They're not at the top. All they know is this technology come, came from somewhere. No one really knows where. It's like, oh, well, we invented it. Oh, are you sure we invented it or was it given to us? And they're playing around with it. So on the surface, you can look at something like stealth tech. And you can kind of explain it because we have a paper that you can find on the internet of DARPA admitting, yeah, we have this technology. But in reality, there's a spiritual side in which that technology actually came from other beings that are not human completely in nature. They are the ones who don't want us to remain human. They want to turn us into like them, GMO. So behind the scenes, they have this stealth tech and they're already kind of stealth because a lot of people can't see into the spiritual realm. So it's like, what, what control do they have spiritually over this technology? that the people who are even fooling around with the technology don't even know about. So that if it gets into your body, can they physically control this technology and attack you spiritually? So now it's a spiritual technological battle. If the technology is in your body and a spirit wants to come after you because of your faith and, or because of what you're doing, can they start messing with that technology in your body because they're the ones who actually created it? And now you have a whole new level of spiritual warfare. And I think that's what most believers are experiencing today. Yes. We're experiencing exactly. this. I mean, we, we're experiencing this onslaught of battle mentally, emotionally, spiritually with our relationships. And we're like, where are these feelings and where are these thoughts coming from? Because they don't seem like they're mine. Well, not all of your thoughts are yourself. And if we understand what they can really do with this technology... They could be putting thoughts into your mind. 
That's why we have to take every thought captive. And it's like they, they now have technology combined with spiritual warfare. So this is like a whole new level for us to wake up and be like, is this possible? Yeah, it is. And we need to wake up to it to realize what their game is so we can battle it. Because we still win. But we have to know how to take the battle on. We can't just pretend like this stuff doesn't exist and bury our, bury our head in the sand. And, uh, you know, I know a lot of friends of mine who have been taken out over the last couple of years. And it's like, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they did not realize this technology was in existence and it might actually be in their body. Because we tend to think we have it all together. I've been through the deliverance. I've, I've, you know, I've done spiritual work and I've done some mental, emotional work and I'm good. And it's like, it's not that simple. Most of all of us are really messed up. <laughs> and we need to keep working on ourselves because uh, if we think we've arrived, we haven't. And yeah, to think that they might have this technology and we might be breathing it, uh, we need to get to the next level of spiritual warfare and identify this stuff. And that's what we're doing. And, you know, one more thing I want to throw out there is that's one of the big things I'm doing now. We're creating a whole network. We have health restoration ministries. That's, that's our main business. The clinic itself is called Wellbeing by Design. But the real ministry that runs that is Health Restoration Ministries, which is a 508. And a 508 is not a 501. A 508 is mandatory tax exemption from the federal government because of separation of church and state. So we are actually running as a church. Then we have Health Restoration Technologies. That's an LLC company. So that's the company we have to use when we have to participate kind of in the system still and have taxes and do, you know, sales tax and all that nonsense. Because, you know, if you don't, they're going to be knocking at your door. And unfortunately, they have the power and they have the courts. So, you you know, you mess with that, then you're in trouble. But the, the ministry allows us to keep the medical board and everyone out and keep the government out of what we're doing. But then we have the LLC for products and things that we have to still uh, have to have some type of license or something for. And the other thing we're doing then is health restoration network. So what we're putting together is a network of practitioners. Almost like a um, franchise, but it's not a franchise. So people can have their own autonomous uh, clinic or home health center, whatever you want to call it. They can have their own little name, but they're being trained by me to do what I do. And they're going to be certified by me and endorsed. And they're going to be on a website so people can go and find practitioners all over the world who are doing what we're doing. And some people don't even have any practitioner background. I mean, we have stay-at-home moms who want to learn how to do some of this stuff. And guess what? When it comes to holistic medicine, it's not that complicated. You don't need to know drugs and surgery. You just need to know how God's creation works. And so they're coming and I'm training them to do what I'm doing. And there's multiple levels of that training. So people can be certified on different levels. Maybe they just want to do the laying on of hands with the olive top body and helping people with a hands-on uh, energy method that's biblically based. That's not new age. It's not Reiki or any of that other nonsense. That's a copy where we're actually laying our hands and praying over the Hebrew points in the body. Or maybe they want to be trained in the Aleph Tau Body Coherent Restore. 
The restore is how we use light and sound frequency along with magnets or magnetic fields. I have a like, Tesla device I've worked on and I'm still trying to perfect it. And uh, laying on hands in prayer. That's how we get rid of this technology out of the body. And we're literally using frequency of sound and light to disintegrate it along with laying on hands in prayer. So you don't even have to be necessarily a practitioner and have some type of major credentials. So if you feel called to be in the battle and you want to learn how to be trained to do these restores on people to get this stuff out of the body, we're looking for people to come and get trained and join our network. So we have people all over the country, maybe all over the world, because I have, I have requests from people literally all over the world. And usually that's why I'm so busy and a little overwhelmed sometimes. So I need as many practitioners doing this stuff because it's, uh, I'm not trying to brag on myself, but it's not often that you find a holistic health practice that's Bible-based where the practitioner understands electrical engineering and the physics of the body and understands whole foods and understands how to use these things and put them together to make these type of uh, therapies. Most of what you find in holistic medicine is very new agey. Uh, they don't want to talk about demons. They don't want to talk about anything spiritual in that nature. They want to be very spiritual, but it's a super, superficial spirituality, right? So just to throw that out there, that is one of the big things we're trying to develop is a whole network. So people uh, who are interested and you want to get involved, hey, we're looking for people and you can be at different levels. You don't have to be a naturopath like myself. You don't have to, you know, be doing all the stuff we do. And uh, then we provide the support and the training. And we're going to start having like monthly meetings. And for people who don't have all the technology that I have, then we have the ability to test people with DNA and then send the practitioners the reports and say, okay, this is what showed up in the test. Now you know what to do from the training we have given you. So there's going to, there's going to be multiple levels of people being able to be trained and uh, helping people with this stuff. Absolutely love it. Sign me up. Um, anybody else that wants to get signed up, reach out, get connected. This is a kingdom connection. It's um, very deep, fascinating times that we live in. We have to focus on what is good and we have to find this army of volunteers, these willing participants that are not going to bow down to the fear mongering that we've seen encompass literally the entire globe at this point in time. And those who are being called, you know, many are called, few are chosen, but, but I want to encourage this generation that's listening. If you have ears to hear this episode and, and other um, shows here on the mustard seed, you are on a good track. Let's just put it that way. Keep praying, keep persisting, reach out to Dr. Monzo and get plugged in. If you have a heart and a calling for the need, there's, there's, there's a great need for these things. And one thing that I'm noticing about you, doc, is you're ahead of the curb, right? There's stuff that you're talking about that I know will precisely be widely recognized in the near future. And I found myself in a strange way, kind of in that area where you know, just the other day, the wife and I had seen a clip pop up on Fox News talking about do not take, or you know, it's, it's a little late for most people, but those who took the vaccine and the hazards 
and it being exposed, it, it it's being uncovered. They're saying, oh no, this is very bad. This study, that study. We we were talking about that a couple years ago. And it was a very lonely and dark time, but not anymore. The truth is coming out. Yep. And yep. for those of us who have stood on the truth and have been bold as lions through this season, you know, God is going to use you. That Continue to trust the process, you guys, as we kind of stumble along. I'll, I'll speak for myself. I'm kind of stumbling along in many ways. I'm learning with every single episode. I am beyond blessed and impressed with the information you've brought to this part too, Dr. Monzo. It is becoming an honor to just get to know you. Your book arrived yesterday. We talked a little bit off air about just oh, the yeah, asthma great. practice that mm -hmm. me and my wife were marveling last night. I'm praying for her. I have my left hand on her third vertebrae down on her back. I believe it is. Don't sorry if I got that wrong, according to the nope, pictograph right. in the book, but then I'm holding her finger just as depicted. And during this process, we're praying and just repenting together and just giving the freedom for the spirit to help us understand leading us into, this is a step of faith for both of us. Right. And she's marveling and looking at me and going, honey, I'm wheezing less. I feel better. And we just started praising God together. And that is the ripple effect I want you guys to experience. Even on that minute level, there's more to come. There's greater yet to come. Restoring relationships, restoring families, restoring our health. Man, Doc, I am so encouraged to hear that these these company, this large Christian company, leading uh, company, second largest, I think he said, is literally involved with getting farmers back in to get organic materials in order to make supplements and even food. We're seeing a shift that uh, is hard for me to try to wrap my head around, but I'm going to stop rambling. I would like you to close us out with a question and then plug in at the end of that question, Doc, where people can find you. But just to sum it up, what is the most important message for the millennial generation today listening? Uh, that's a loaded question, but yep. take the floor. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I think the most important thing is just to uh, dig in to your relationship with God and rely on that because we need to develop a really tight relationship with the Father and the Son. And have discernment because we're entering an age where you're no longer going to be able to believe what you see or hear. The technology is getting way too advanced. So you're going to need discernment. And we already needed a discernment. And I think that maybe that's one of the biggest things we have dropped um, as believers over the years is the lack of really teaching people 
how to study scripture and have actual discernment and listen to the spirit and listen to the small voice of God because that is what we're going to need for the time we're entering in. And he has a plan. He has all the answers. He knows the beginning from the end or he knows the end out of the beginning, however you want to state that. So there's going to be nothing new with him. But we have to dig in deeper because we can't just think that a superficial walk uh, is going to get us through the times that are coming. Uh, as we we're just saying, you know, people are waking up and we're having these movements and these shifts. How many people do you think really are going to want to take the next jab they come out with? And they have plans for a whole bunch of new ones. So think about how much are they going to have to do to scare people into taking the next one. So we're going to have to be strong for those type of things. And eventually, they're probably going to come up with some type of technology technology that is the mark of the beast. People are absolutely have to take a stand and be like, you just it doesn't matter what you lose. You're not going to want to take that thing because once you take it, it's going to turn you into something non-human and you're not going to be redeemable. That's what the mark of the beast is all about. So when do we get to that point? Well, it's going to be hard to know. But I think when they finally come out with the technology and they say, hey, you know, you don't take it, you don't buy and sell, then we know. So dig in to that relationship, learn how to listen to the spirit and have that discernment because that's what you need for these times. And just have hope that there are these networks being formed with real answers. Where can you find me? Well, uh, we do have soon, it's not up yet, but drmonzo.com. That's so easy to say. I used to have it up years ago and the medical board gave me a bunch of problems and so we had to take it down, but we're getting it back up. So pretty soon there will be a drmonzo.com. In the meantime, it's wellbeingbydesign.com. And well-being has a hyphen in there. So it's well-beingbydesign.com. I know that's a pain to say, but that's where you can find us in the clinic and all the information. And that is it, you guys. That is the episode. I'm going to ask you to share this one with a friend, family member, co-worker, with your pastor. Share it with your doctor. And coming to you from southeastern Pennsylvania, God bless and goodbye. think this one this i think is, that one went pretty good i'm gonna get even more phone calls you're gonna have me busy <laughs> you're gonna have me actually really busy i mean i covered a lot in a slide usually yes, this is an hour-long presentation and i got through most of it yeah i had to cut out a lot of the iron stuff but yeah because people really get the iron stuff is another just oh the medical field is just having people so brainwashed trying, oh but how many anemic it's like unless you're bleeding to death you're not low iron yeah it's the iron's in the wrong place. So yeah, in a way you're anemic because the iron's not where it's supposed to be. Yeah. But the problem is you're overloaded with iron. Yeah.